Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this week's episode, I will discuss the astrology of the week of May 8th, 2022. So let's jump in. The theme of this week is two ears and one mouth. One of the main transits that I want to draw your attention to is that Mercury will station retrograde at 40 degrees of Gemini on May 10th. When a planet goes retrograde, what happens is it appears from our perspective to go backwards. It's just an optical illusion. It is not really traveling backwards, but the things that the planet is responsible for don't work in their best way. So Mercury rules all forms of communication, including how we think and speak. It rules contracts, anything that involves the written word, like texts and emails and voicemails. Now, in the sign of Gemini, it's one of its home signs. So Gemini is a mutable air sign. It's an adaptable sign. It's all about people with strong Gemini energy are very witty and quick thinking and have the ability to persuade with their words. Gemini is a sign that likes to gather all the facts. And so for this retrograde, Mercury is going to appear to stop at four Gemini and move backwards to 26 Taurus and then come back again and pass four Gemini and keep going. So essentially there is like this treading over old ground. Often what will happen is that our ghosts come back. People that we maybe haven't talked to for a while, or maybe even years, we can run into them or they call us or things like that. So the retrograde period is from May 10th to June 3rd. Things that are on brand for Mercury retrograde include mishaps and miscalculations and communication mix-ups. So during this time, it's in our best interest to give more attention and detail to any kind of communications, double check, triple check, quadruple check emails. So sending a text to the wrong person, thinking you're responding to one person on an email, including everyone, including the person who you said something about that you really didn't intend for them to hear. These are all things that are on brand for Mercury retrograde. If you have to sign a contract, read the fine print backwards and forwards, because it's a time that is known for having problems. It's not a great time to buy anything electronic, like a car or a computer or a phone, if you don't have to. Now, we have a lot of levity when we're talking about Mercury retrograde, but there can be serious consequences for making these kind of mistakes. So we really want to slow down towards this period Focus on the RE words of revisiting, reviewing, redoing. It's a wonderful time to go back and edit things rather than start new things. So a tragic example of a Mercury retrograde miscalculation was in July 2013. 
A plane landing in SFO miscalculated where the ground was and crashed into the tarmac. Pilot mismanagement and confusion caused the crash. Mercury was retrograde in the sign of cancer. Oftentimes, when we see these accidents that seem to make no sense involving transportation, Mercury retrograde can be involved. The key here is just to slow down with everything that you're doing in terms of communication. Now, a word of warning, I think this one could be a little bit a little bit nasty. 26 Taurus, which is where Mercury will station to go direct on June 3rd, is conjunct a fixed star Algol. This is the most feared fixed star in the heavens. It's associated with Medusa and the myth of Medusa, where she was slain, she was beheaded by Perseus. So you may see figurative beheadings around you or in the news. One thing that has been coming up is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's wild trial that's been going on. And they're fans of the Aquaman series that are gathering signatures to try to get her cut from that movie. So it'll be interesting to see. She may be one of the people impacted by this figurative beheading, so to speak. Another reason I think this could be a little bit nasty is because when a planet stations, we can cast a chart for the moment that the planet stations, and the chart can give insights of what to expect during the Mercury retrograde. So two key things about the chart are Mercury and Gemini is square the moon in Virgo when it stations. The moon rules fertility and Virgo is the sign of the maiden. It's associated with young women, with the virgin. In the Supreme Court, there were documents leaked that the Supreme Court is considering overturning Roe versus Wade. So this, unfortunately, may be one of the stories of Mercury retrograde. And the last aspect of the Mercury retrograde chart is that Mercury is contraparallel the planet Pluto. Pluto, the lord of the underworld. Secrets will continue to be revealed. So the key message for Mercury retrograde is to slow down, double check your work, triple check your emails, be very careful with communication, be reflective, have a sense of humor. A lot of times things that happen during Mercury retrograde are funny. It was a couple of years ago where it was the I am not a cat when Mercury was retrograde in Aquarius and there were these two lawyers in a court case and it was on Zoom. So it was soon after the pandemic started and the guy One of the lawyers came up with a cat filter and they couldn't figure out how to get it off. And they they all rolled with it with a sense of humor. So if mishaps happen, hopefully they're not too serious. Hopefully you won't be uh, Jeffrey Tubin. You can Google Jeffrey Tubin's mishap with Zoom for a dark side story. Yeah, so just take care of yourself. Try to roll with it and have a sense of humor. And hopefully nothing that happens will be permanent. But it's known for people's phones breaking and all sorts of things. The next big transit of the week is that Jupiter goes into Aries on May 10th and will travel there till October 27th. 
It'll dip back into Pisces and then go back into Aries December 20th and into 2023. A Jupiter cycle is 12 years approximately. So the last time Jupiter was in Aries was 2010 and 2011. So you can think back to what was going on in your life then, where were you experiencing expansion and like stay present. What house or houses in your chart does Aries rule? This can be a place where luck can come in, where you can have new opportunities that you didn't expect, where there can be some growth for you. Now, on a mundane level, and when we talk about mundane astrology, we're talking about the astrology of world events. Aries rules things like competition and sports. It also rules law enforcement or soldiers. We can think of Aries also governs over impulsivity as well as inflammation, headaches, So one of the stories that I'm watching that I think could have um, be part of the Jupiter and Aries story is this increase in hepatitis in children. Jupiter rules the liver and hepatitis is a liver disease and Aries rules over inflammatory diseases. So hopefully we'll, we'll not see a big spike in that story, but that could be a story about Jupiter and Aries. Also with the war in Ukraine, there could be an increase in brutality and violence as well as, you know, other outbreaks of war or increases in violence around the world. Now, Jupiter is also associated with scientific discovery. So there may be some new medicines that help treat migraines that come to the market as a possibility with this transit. A date that I want to bring your attention to is May 11th. This is where we may see something big in the news. Jupiter and Uranus will be in a semi-square with each other. Jupiter at zero Aries, Uranus at 15 Taurus. Both planets are on world points. So when we see an activation on world points, it can mean there's a big story in the news. So Jupiter and Uranus together can be about dramatic breakthroughs, feelings of freedoms in space, scientific discoveries, epiphanies. On a shadow side, excessive hubris or pride. I'm wondering if Putin will do something on this day. If you know someone or have experiences with mania, just be aware this could be a day that you need to take extra care of them or yourself. So those are the big three transits of the week that I want you to be aware of and thinking about as we go through the week, Mercury station retrograde, Jupiter and Aries, and Jupiter semi-square Uranus. Now let's get to the week. Sunday is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. The word of the day is joy. The week starts with the moon in Leo and the sun in Taurus, and there will be a first quarter moon at 521 p.m. We only have a first quarter moon in Leo with the sun in Taurus once a year. So thinking about the sun being creative and the moon feeling emotionally fulfilled and happy. So really try to nurture yourself on this day and your loved ones and have some fun. How can you find joy and simple pleasures on this day? How can you let your inner child come out? I love this aspect for Mother's Day. Venus is also in a contra parallel with Jupiter. This is kind of an oppositional slash 
conjunction-y energy, Venus and Jupiter are the two benefics. Venus is in Aries, Jupiter is in Pisces. Think about fun and play. How can you have harmony with your loved ones? How can you remember happy times if your mother has passed on? I pulled the 10 of cups for this day. So really having happy times with family, either the family you had at your birth, or if you have had a difficult relationship with your mother or one that has caused a lot of pain, how have other women in your life served the role of mother or auntie? Take some time to find joy and gratitude for all the people have served as a mother in your life and relish your relationship with your own children, whether they have two legs or four. So on Monday, the word of the day is preparation. Since Mercury retrograde is happening this week, I want you to make sure that you maybe even get up a little early on Monday. Make sure you have your day planned out. You know, your schedule is tight so that you don't like miss any meetings or have any big screw ups that cause you nothing but problems. So think about starting this week with some careful planning. And at 3.53 p.m. Pacific time on Monday, the moon will go into Virgo. So generally, I love a Virgo moon. It's a time to like get mundane tasks done. I think this is a wonderful time to do some editing. So think about that for Tuesday as we go into Tuesday, that we're going to be focused on tasks, paying attention to detail, doing some editing, reviewing, revising, and revisiting. The word of the day on Tuesday is humor because Mercury retrogrades at 4.47 a.m. Pacific time. So over the next couple of days, we may be seeing some, you know, mishaps with our computers and things like that. And hopefully we can just roll with it. Jupiter also ingresses into Aries this day. So at 4.21 p.m. Pacific time, Jupiter will ingress into Aries. This is a lot of shifting energy. So slow down. Keep in mind the two ears and one mouth. The word of the day on Wednesday is initiative. Where in your life do you want to step up and show leadership or declare independence. Now, don't do anything impulsively, but it's a great time to contemplate this. This is the day that Jupiter semi-squares Uranus. You could have some amazing epiphanies or downloads. Aries is also about confidence. This is a wonderful time to really think about like where you have achieved things that you can be proud of and how you can use your skills to take yourself to the next level. At 11.34 p.m., the moon will go into Libra. On Thursday, the word of the day is duck. I think this day can bring some unpredictable things. On this day, Mercury retrograde is contra-parallel Pluto retrograde. That has an essence of oppositional energy, as well as Venus as contra-parallel Neptune. So just watch the people around you. This is the day of the week that is most important to think about the two ears and one mouth. Watch what you say. Use this energy for determination and discipline to get what you need to get done. Watch out for dishonesty, manipulation, cruel words, or domination. Don't let a negative person steal your sunshine. Someone may commit to something that they back out of. So just know we're in Mercury retrograde, the Venus 
contraparalleled Neptune can be someone makes a promise they don't keep. Just be aware that that could happen this day. But if you see someone getting agitated, it's probably in your best interest to get out of their way. There may be some exciting news that day from the Johnny Depp trial. That seems on point. On Friday, the word of the day is present. So how can you stay present on this day? The sun will make its annual conjunction with the north node. The north node is a destiny point. So watch who you meet or what situations come up, especially if you have planets near 22 Taurus or 22 of any of the fixed signs. That would be Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius. You may establish relationships with new allies that have the resources that you need to move forward. Yeah, the sun conjunct the north node can bring great things. So really, really stay present and be aware. So on Saturday, the word of the day is safety. So the moon goes into Scorpio at 3.33 a.m., and we're building up to the lunar eclipse. So the energy can be a bit chaotic. So if you go out to a party, celebrate, have fun, but just be careful on this day. Mars is also sextile the North Node. Now on a positive, you could meet someone who's a powerful new ally, but a potential negative is to have an interaction with someone who is just trouble. So take care of yourself, be smart, be safe, and have fun. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about Mercury retrograde. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, Please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 